0: But technically, you could shake it and mix it all around. Right, like if but you loop through an object, you're not guaranteed the order. Exactly, but you can take that tag or that key in this case and yep. just pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> that probably wasn't the right sound effect to use <laughs> And there you go, you got it. Welcome to the web of tomorrow. (laughs) Was that close to a movie voice? Yeah. Nice. We're your hosts, Riley Kerskeo and... Adam Harris. And we're going to be talking about what I like to call containers. And there are three specific containers we're going to be talking about today. Variables, arrays, and objects. So let's start with variables. I'm going to use MDN to give us a little bit of a definition. You use variables as symbolic names for values in your application. So, Adam, give us a simplified and in-depth understanding of what variables are. Yeah.
1: I think first we need to say what a value is. Yeah, what is a value? There's a few simple, really simple types of values, and that's like numbers. Mm -hmm. So, you open up the JavaScript console and type in one. Yep. Hit enter. You get that same value right back. Um, And then there's strings, which are like alphanumeric characters, like hello world. Yep. Put that in quotes. Um, So those are two basic types. And then a variable is just a place to store that that has like a a handle that you can use it later. The handle is like whatever you name it.
0: Cool. That's pretty easy. So if you say... Does the audience have any questions? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was good. That was like, I felt like you were a teacher. Cool.
1: And so if you have like uh if you say var, and var is how you say that you're, you're about to talk about a variable. Yep. So you say var, or actually in ES2015, you can use the new keyword let. We mm, yeah. may talk about that later. But you can say var message, and then you say equals, and that equals doesn't actually mean what you think it means in math that's actually assigning a value to the variable right that's the assignment operator and i
0: think we actually did talk a little bit about this in a previous episode and even if we didn't i'll just recap real quick uh equals is setting a value to a a something so in this case a variable and then triple equals or double equals is how you would think of it as in math equality equality but don't use double equals yeah, don't use double equals. But that's what we talked about. That's what we talked about earlier. Yeah. Why don't we use double equals again, Adam? <sighs> <Okay. laughs> oh shoot, I put you on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> I think double equals does this weird
1: coercion of variables to yeah. that makes it look like it equal, equals when it really doesn't.
0: Right. Yeah, that's that's it does a weird thing whereas like triple equals. Who knows why? Why haven't they taken that out? Because some people do use it for in certain cases where they want to do that, but it's very rare. You typically they, want to do a triple equal. They
1: don't take it out because they don't want to break the web. But when you're using
0: a linting tool like JS Hint, it will tell you not to use double equals. Funny thing is, though, a lot of programmers I know do use double equals because it's quicker. Uh.
1: Okay, so anyway, you do var message, and then uh, message is the name of your variable. Now, now it is the identifier. So var message equals, and then the string, hello world, in quotes.
0: And then you've got a variable that so you can use somewhere else. If you go to Chrome Developer Tools and go to the console, like we talked about earlier, and you click var, you type in, sorry, var message equals. Hello world, in quotes. then uh, And then a semicolon to end that uh, statement statement yeah and then you go in again and put message you will, will get, You'll the get whole hello world. world yeah yeah or you get I guess in the console it works that way what you would typically do is like console.log message or you do yeah. alert message alert um, parentheses message and then a semicolon makes it so that it pulls out a pop-up window. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. And I think it's actually around. I think it's actually document.alert. You actually don't have to do that. Oh. Yeah, you can just put alert parentheses. Um, yeah, back in the day, you used to have to, but not anymore. Oh, fancy. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> okay, so variables, I like to call variables a container because technically uh, you're assigning something to it and it's, It's, it doesn't necessarily act exactly like this, but it is containing whatever you have assigned that variable identifier to. Um, so do you have like an analogy for how that works in the real world? Uh, I actually have a really good analogy, but I want to use it with objects when we talk about objects. Is that okay? Okay. Are you talking about the box analogy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to use it for objects because I feel like that's the, that's the one where we get the most, uh, Un, like most used from this analogy but so guys be prepared we are actually going to use analogies here okay let's talk about arrays so really simple they are high level list like objects so we're going to talk about objects after arrays but they are containers Adam simplified explanation go
1: so a, a normal
0: variable can only hold
1: one value yep but an array can hold a whole bunch, and they're kind of numbered
0: from zero to whatever. Right. And we talked about that earlier in our like, first episode. We made an inside joke about how arrays are... Uh, so you'll see what the values are in your array, but then you'll also, uh, if you want to like actually access the values in your array, that ha- comes with a standard way of doing so and it starts with a with a number, and the number starts with zero instead of one. So if you have 15 values in your array, yeah. then you will start with zero and end with 14. Mm-hmm. And so cool thing about arrays is that they can hold numbers, words, uh, and uh, so, sorry, what's the other thing for words? I'm having- Strings. Thing. Strings, yeah. They can hold numbers, strings. They can hold booleans as well, which yeah. is another type of value, which is true, false. Uh, and then they can also hold other objects and functions. Or other arrays. Or other arrays. So that's the cool thing about them. They have a lot of flexibility with what they can hold in them, uh, but they do have this structure to them in that they follow a pattern of, of being identified with zero to whatever amount of values you have.
1: Yeah, and it's good if you need to keep track of stuff in a certain order.
0: Yeah. So another example of why arrays are really useful is, uh, so say that you have like a big string and you're trying to find a certain letter and you want your, I don't know, you want your program to do a certain thing every time that letter is encountered. Well, uh, you could turn that phrase or that paragraph into an array and you can loop through it and so looping is another obviously idea but arrays make it so that you can identify and pull out and pick out things and uh, and you're not really limited to how much you really stick in there so it's a container just remember that it contains values and it contains more than one value it can contain one, two a billion values. You probably don't want to put a billion <laughs> values in there. Yeah, there's
1: probably actually a limit to that. There
0: might be a limit to it, and it might just be the limit of your computer. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's move on to objects then. And objects are the ultimate container, in my opinion. I Objects are really cool when I learned about yeah, them. Yeah,
1: they're like uh, arrays on steroids. Yeah.
0: So objects... Are variables too, but objects can contain many values. So that's like the most simple, <laughs> most simple uh, explanation. But the difference is that they uh, are only structured according to what keys you give them. And then I have my analogy. But Adam, go ahead and give us an explanation of what objects are, or give us an example.
1: Well, they're kind of like arrays, but they're not. The, the things stored in them aren't in a, a certain order and the things in them aren't numbered zero to whatever. They're, the things in them are actually have a certain name. so Kind of like variables. They, yeah, but you basically have variables inside the object. Yeah. And some of those variables can actually be functions. Yeah. And those if there's a function inside an object, it's called a method. And But the, the variables inside an object are called properties.
0: So a really perfect example of this, and I'm not going to use my analogy yet, but I'm going to use this example of how people usually use objects is storing usernames and passwords. It's the most common example I've ever heard used to explain objects. And uh, so basically someone will probably build out a program where every time you sign up for something, like an email, it will throw your username and your email that are together and throw them into the object. And those are properties. The key or the identifier in there is username and password so the program if it wants you to pull out your password and for like authentication or security purposes will actually look at that key and make sure that it, it lines up with whatever you've already stored into that object whenever you plug in your password every time yeah and yeah that's and an you example. can there's actually two methods
1: uh, there are two ways to access the yeah, stuff inside an object. because methods is like something
0: yeah. else in this case.
1: <laughs> so there's two ways to access yeah. what's inside of an object. There's um, the dot notation, mm-hmm. which is where you would say, um, what, what's the name of an object we could use? User? Yeah, user. So you could do dot notation, you would do user dot username. And that would return the username. Um, or you can use the array notation. Okay, so arrays and objects are very similar, but you access them a little bit differently. Arrays use a bracket notation where if you had an array of users, you would do users and then the square brackets. And inside of the square brackets is where you put the index that you, you want to access. So like if you want to access the first one, it would be users brackets zero.
0: Yeah. But
1: if it was an object, you would do use you would use dot notation. It would be user dot username or user dot password.
0: Yeah, so my email username is Puerto Rican, so I would use the dot notation part in this case would be, for me specifically, user dot Puerto Rican, right? No, it would be user dot username, and that would return Puerto Rican. And this is really cool because it allows you a lot of flexibility to work with a lot of different usernames. Um, you wouldn't have to use just one. You can actually create many with using dot notation now that's that probably didn't make super amount of sense what I just said but this is the way you this is the easiest way to look at objects compared to arrays. Arrays are fairly rigid even though they do seem very flexible especially compared to variables but objects are so flexible. So imagine you have a box and you have uh, you want to put some things in your box these are your properties right? I want to throw in a baseball or I want to throw in a uh, glove or I want to throw in a bat uh, and I throw those all in there, I've got a big enough box that can fit all those things in there. And I may have seemed like I put some sort of organization in there, but when I reach in blindly, I might pull out anything. So you could shake it, you can move it around, all those things will move in there, but they're, they are truly in there. Here's the cool thing though. within. Uh, attached to each of those things in there, to the baseball, the bat, and the glove, there's a tag that sticks out of the box. And even though I don't always know exactly where everything is in that box, and even if I reached in blindly and I may not pull out the the thing that I'm expecting to pull out, uh, I could grab that tag because it's attached to that property or that value that I'm looking for. And so... That's what keys are. And that's what this username thing is. It is attached to my actual username. Right. And even though my username is in that object, in that box, I can pull on that tag, that key, and pull out my username.
1: Right. Username is the key. Puerto Rican is the value. Exactly. Well, I can't imagine an actual box like that where you've got these <laughs> tags that are always nicely sticking
0: out of the I box. know. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about objects is that objects are set up to be super flexible. You can do all sorts of things with them. You can store all sorts of things in them, but you have a way to pull those things out whenever you want to. So next week, we're going to talk about um, polar bears and how you can use them to speed up your internet speed. Yeah, you put the polar bear in your JavaScript engine. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, because actually JavaScript has this really cool spell where you can minify live beings and throw them into digital code. (laughs) (laughs) So look forward to that.